0: We're back. We are back. We're back. I want to start this off by just saying Have you guys ever played around to golf with somebody or played poker with somebody where, you know, when the chips are down and things aren't very good, they don't talk a lot? Well, we're back. We're back in the driver's seat. The hex is going great. Um, Corey's dog ate our last two podcasts, which is so weird (laughs) for the last couple of months. um, So we apologize. Uh, I'm joined here by my esteemed colleagues, Corey Donahue. No nickname. All well, right. Hey, thank I, you. It's 2013, man. Things are looking up. Things are If we start up. going toilet bowl again, you're going to get some nicknames back. <laughs> Justin Mcbrunken's here as well. How are you? Oh, fantastic. That's great. And we have a special guest in the studio, Christopher Donahue. Hey. Hey. God, it's great hey. to see you, buddy. Hey, okay, everybody. C. Haven't hey. seen him for so long. Hey. AOKC, he hasn't stopped hey. all day. Hey, drinking my <sighs> IPA. I miss you, man. Miss you too, bro. Thanks. Let's do this. That feels good. Let's do this. Woo! American Outlaws podcast action. We're back. God, how long's it been? December. Oh, and my name's Zach. I'm the host. Hey, Zach. Hey,
1: Zach. Hey, guys.
0: So so not, <laughs> so, not much has
1: happened. <laughs> I can't think of anything that's happened since December. Oh fuck, man!
2: Just, couple qualifiers,
1: a couple just, news, just
0: three of them. I
2: don't know.
0: off Off to a off to a flying start in the hex. How have you been? I've been all right. How's your golf <laughs> game these days? Golf game's great. It's really getting there.
1: Yeah, you got it's, your first big tournament tomorrow, correct?
0: First one, first one of the year. Sunday at the Masters.
1: I'll be there. Thanks, man. In the lawn chair. You should come out. Do people do that?
0: Well, just grab a cart. I mean, if you sit in a lawn chair, (laughs) you're not going to see much. (laughs) It's kind of a big area. I mean, it's 7,200 yards of nothingness that you're going to see. That's true. You should come out, though. It's going to be a great time. I'll be there. It snowed in Lincoln last week, so the golf game's been, you know.
1: We're getting there. Listen, we need the moisture, all right? (laughs) Don't talk like that. I forgot you work for the state. (laughs) And I drink water. Uh we played Honduras <laughs> in what February? Yeah. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> uh got
0: crushed by a, just an unbelievable goal. I had to for leave, I had to leave it go after down. 30 minutes
1: and we win. Yeah. Well yeah, we're up one oh. We That's always sick. win when we're up one oh. Clint Dempsey scores goals, man. That's what he does. He didn't do shit that whole game, but he scored a goal. It was a sick goal, too, wasn't it? Over the shoulder like that. It's so hard. Name another team
2: on the. Uh, no, name a player on this team that could take him over like that and volley at far
1: post. God, if you no. haven't played, like you expect him to hit that. But if you've played, that's so hard. Keeper to didn't play. even move. Yeah, didn't even move. Wasn't
0: that Honduras that hit that?
1: No, that was a different goal. That was a few minutes later. Well, oh. that was an even better one. <laughs> name a player on our team that can do well, that. Well, you said.
0: <laughs> let's see. Keeper didn't move over the shoulder. I just assumed you were talking about Honduras taking the lead.
1: They're just one up us.
0: No, that was a yeah, bunch the of one-uppers.
1: But, God, I I I was ready to fire Klinsman after that game. Honestly, I was so...
0: Whoa! Yeah. Well, it's kind of hard to do this podcast. Old statement. We, we've gone through some <laughs> I'm a flopper and some flows Yeah. Uh, since that first game. And the, the problem with the Hex... Well, it's, it's not a problem, because if you win your games, you win your games. But to take another lead under Klinsman early... Blow it. And just a little poopy down the leg, <laughs> give it back, and lose on the road. Okay, whatever, no big deal. But we, as the American allies' largest supporters group in the world, <laughs> for the U.S. men's national a team, a lot okay, of bold yeah. statements already <laughs> taking some liberties with them. I, I, uh, I, I clarified. <laughs> you know, we get a little antsy in our pantsy when you have a month. To sit on that right. and wait for the next game.
1: I should I should clarify. I didn't mean I was ready to fire him. I was ready to fire him if we didn't win in Denver. And, like, leading up to Denver, I was saying, if he doesn't win this game, something's got to change. Luckily, we didn't learn anything that game because <laughs> I don't was know. If it was a very had... tactical, precision.
2: <laughs> yeah. To be honest, we could have lost that game. If you watched the game over, Yeah, we could have lost it.
1: Just as easy. Oh, I know. Well, we could have tied it, too. Those are the three options, right? Right. right. <laughs> I mean, or it could have been canceled. There's a fourth. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's true. yeah, I
0: mean, we could have replayed it. Yeah. So there is, a, there is a fourth there. Yeah. But we did
1: cover all the bases
0: there of what could have happened. So yeah. what did happen?
1: The best one. Uh, we won. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, Zach, you weren't at that game. Where were
0: you? I wasn't. I was at home ill. God. I had fallen ill. You <laughs> lucky son of a bitch. Exa- I had a cold. <laughs> no, it was fun. Uh, to be fair, the, the Denver guys,
2: the AO Denver guys, they threw it down. They killed it, yeah. It well was done, great. fellas. Had
1: the night before party at uh, the British Bulldog, our chapter bar. Uh, packed, starting at what, 6? It was packed. It was nuts. And we had a bus. I got there
2: at noon. There was bros drinking at noon. Bros throwing down? All bros, day. yeah. So we had the, Lexi Lawless in dark. Grant Wall. Grant Wall—they were all there. Name dropping. Kobe Jones. Kobe Jones.
1: Oh yeah, I forgot about that. It was a good night.
2: Him?
1: KK was there. Yeah. Yeah, I saw KK I and see. Eddie Johnson in the airport on the way back from Mexico. But really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eddie looked hung over. <laughs> he <laughs> drinking them. Cervezos. I don't want to start any rumors, but he did. He looked hung over. But uh, oh, hung
0: over! I missed that. Never mind. <laughs> oh, I get it. You're glad I ended the oh, second half. Right. <laughs> put yeah. the second half
1: of the work. My, my headphones <laughs> cut out there after the first part. Uh, make an <laughs> edit point for that. And, uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> Why do you just yearn for these edits yeah. throughout? Uh, anyway, go on. I'm trying to relive the Denver. So we got there to set up the tailgate, and the wind was really kicking. And then it started snowing. And uh, got the. Uh, Denver guys, tailgate was great. People were amped, jumping around. I was pussing out in the car for most of it. Nice, <laughs> nice. Listen, guys, those tickets, that's an indoor job. <laughs> <laughs> very, very conveniently. <laughs> <laughs> Doing with the tickets, indoor job. Thank God. But uh, just <laughs>
0: Slipping them through a crack in the window. <laughs> I don't want the warm air
1: to get out here. <laughs> I'm being With
0: serious. all you pagans, <laughs> that's true. It was great because I was sitting
1: <laughs> in the driver's seat, and when people needed, did you tickets, have this? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Did you have the seat warmer on? No, <laughs> like, I bullshit. Did, I, I would. I didn't have the car on, but when people would come up, I would roll down the window and crack, <laughs> and I go, "What can I do for
0: you?" <laughs> that takes me.
1: <laughs> it's fucking that great. It takes
0: me back to the uh, two thousand nine, no two thousand eight, second round qualifying when we played Guatemala in Denver. Yeah, yeah, like, you know. Freddie right deal, he Freddie and Kenny Cooper scored. Um, <laughs> right? He had an assist to Freddie deal, but Freddie, right, you know, Kenny Cooper's year,
2: playing tonight
0: later in the L.A. Dallas. He's, he's going to do great. He, <laughs> I, I know he's going to do big. Bears those PKs, he does. Think. He always <laughs> finishes them. So anyway, <laughs> layup buckets. Um, Man, we were going somewhere with that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it was like a year into the inception of the American Allies. Right, we that was one of our first games. Yeah. Threw a crack in the window right. just like that. <laughs> yeah,
1: because Remember? the security guards yeah. were sitting watching us like, you guys can't sell shit. You guys Here. can't do this. So we'd like take people into the trailer <laughs> and like come out with a new shirt yeah. on. Every oh, time. you see,
0: see that guy over there with the calic? Follow him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who's that? Uh, <laughs> so... Anyway, so yeah, and then the game was miserable with the snow in the face, but it was fun. Name but a game that you've
2: seen like that. I've never seen on a game TV like that. or live. Name a game
1: you've seen like that. Uh, I've never seen a game that. U.S. Snow.
0: Women's versus Mexico is the only time I've ever seen a game in deep snow. Really? I didn't see that. When was that? Two thousand ten.
1: Okay. I've it's seen the, only the other, games other one. Cancelled. I mean. It was snow.
0: in uh, Salt Lake, I think.
1: They should have. Been. I don't know. Someone, write in. Call in. Let's get real. They should have canceled that game, right? Yeah. Correct. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It was
2: a shamble of a game. Yeah. I mean, really, oh, watch it on crap. TV.
1: Not enjoyable. I got home. I was all pumped, and I got home in Brunken, er, to the hotel, and Brooklyn was all, that was embarrassing. We should not have played that. And I was like, come absolutely on, man. Absolutely not. But, just I'll, but I'll take it. The three points, Honestly. Goddamn right, right we will. Just enjoy it, man. We, but, they fuck us every time we play, and we get to fuck them once in a while. You right. But you have think to play on their, their
0: fucking their field turf, turf every turf. time. No, yeah. no, that's Not a topic.
1: Astro turf. That's Fuck a topic. No. No. no, but Did you know they have a new stadium now. Yeah, the new stadium. Well, the rumor is that they're even though they have it scheduled in that stadium, that they're now moving it back to the old stadium. Nice. I don't. Like I couldn't. Them. Them. I couldn't believe that they changed it because that was such a huge advantage for them. Right. right. Yeah. I couldn't believe that they changed that, but. I bet they do play at the old fucking one. Did
3: you guys hear the the VP of the Costa Rican Federation, like telling Sunil like that's bullshit, like at the stadium? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: leaning over to him because yeah, they yeah. were sitting close to each other, weren't nice. they? Yeah. But to be fair, do you think US Soccer knew that it would be at that
2: level? I mean, we're talking the end of March.
0: Well, yeah,
2: they had to in. You play, you play Denver. The, I mean, Marches. did the, they expect something like that? It's the and most, if, if snow. they knew
1: something like that was going to come do you think it? that they
2: want something like that. Did that actually give us
0: an advantage? Because no, I don't, I don't know it that did. it did. No. I don't think it did well, either. They wouldn't
1: have guessed that it would have snowed. They know it's a time.
0: possibility, but they weren't like planning
1: on that. And it didn't give us an advantage. And
2: the no. goal, did the goal come? It was deflected shot. Right. Yeah. And a
1: layup. I mean, a layup. <laughs> no, I know. Uh, I don't know, but it's like you put a game in March in Denver, you get what you pay for, or you, get, you get what you're asking for. Right. I guess so. I don't know, but yeah, it's not, not always going everybody...
0: spring break and Corey taking his top off. You know, <laughs> <laughs> not always. <laughs>
1: Fair point. <clears throat> you know, next day everybody was snowed in, and you guys didn't get to go back, right? I eighty was back?
2: or I seventy was closed for 120 miles. Right,
1: we went on a. A Brew tour and it, yeah, with the free beer movement, right? The free beer oh, movement, nice. Yeah. We did, it was a good day. Watched the Boar Fest KC game the next day. Oh my god! But uh, yeah, <laughs> so yeah, Denver, Denver was great good. times, man. Success. <laughs> Thanks, well done, everybody. <laughs> uh, Mexico, and we- uh, flew on down to sunny Mexico. How
2: much time do we have? <laughs>
1: did you enjoy mexico justin oh yeah just yeah, i thought and it was fantastic it was awesome
2: can i hear some of the highlights of mexico because actually i haven't talked to you either i can see t- either <laughs> of you since i've been
1: there i can tell you that okay i flew in um the night before the game and or i got in about seven o'clock and i saw some ao dudes in our hotel lobby and one of them comes up and he's like oh my god and I go, oh god i've been here five minutes and there's already an oh my god and he he says uh he says, oh, we went out last night. It got a little hairy. We thought it was like Vegas where you could walk around with beers on the street. But a <laughs> cop comes over and gives us a $2,000 fine, $2,000, U.S. and they're just like, no, we're not paying $2,000. And then some nice woman came over and was translating for him, and eventually the woman says, it's $2,000. Or he would like a tip, and he will leave. <laughs> and so they gave him a $20 bill, and he walked off. Oh, my God.
0: That's fantastic. Walked
1: <laughs> up. Nice. So, then, so that was my first five minutes. And then uh, I met you at that bar, Boomers, by the, by the hotel. And we we're all sitting around talking. It was, like, late at night. There was, like, eight people there or something. And Brooklyn just freaks out. We're just sitting there hanging out. Nobody's doing anything. And he goes, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And, like jumps up and uh, what is wrong with you and he had like flicked something off his neck and it was a cockroach like this big uh, what cockroach- oh, yeah, just, <laughs> just
3: hanging out just drinking a beer and this three inch cockroach just is like just ended up on my neck
1: just what yeah, yeah. i
3: made a new friend
1: <laughs> it was huge it was running around the table and me and Brucken are, like, hugging each other to get away from it. And then a guy from Phoenix goes over and just picks it up. And he's like, you pussies. <laughs> 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 These are our
0: fearless leaders. Yeah. <laughs> we almost started crying.
1: But uh, <laughs> next day, pregame party was awesome at uh, the Amazing. Corona. It was a really uh, – it was it was a perfect location. I'm really proud of us for picking that up. But, uh, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Shameless plug. <laughs> a lot of beers going around. A lot of uh, – God, I can't remember the kind of tacos I had, but I ate so many of those things. Tacos Coronado or something like that. Anyway. Uh, Carnitas? Oh, I forgot the march. We, we marched. Uh, a great ba- plug. Sorry. Oh, no, good <laughs> plug
2: from ESPN. All of us back home. Oh, did we? Yeah, great plug. Cool. On Twitter. And yeah, we had an ESPN guy hanging yeah. out with us. ESPN yeah, was fantastic. Yeah, yeah, he
1: was. He was yeah. cool. And uh, walking back from the bar to the buses. uh we were marching down the street and stopped and sang the national anthem at the U.S. Embassy. That was that was really cool. cool.
2: Yeah. So, side, side story here, I was in a bar in KC, you know, Weird. following on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, at Johnny's <laughs> Tavern, A-O-K-C. And, uh, <laughs> you know, you don't get a lot of stories typically from, you know, you're watching on TV and this and that. And some of my best friends, my brother, and people are down yeah. there, and someone tweets like, oh, well done, A.O., there's been a stabbing. And so I'm just following this on Twitter, and I'm like, what is happening? You know, it's just some
1: kid. but No, he didn't say there was, like, because we posted that video of the singing at the embassy, and then he posted, like, eight A.O.'s were stabbed or something. It's like,
2: oh, that's great.
1: Good thinking, bro. Yeah, Yeah. thanks. (laughs) That's funny. Genius move. But, yeah, we were sitting on the buses and and, – the part I remember was I was in the front of the first bus, and, and we're sitting by, like, a huge uh, uh, roundabout. There, they have these huge roundabouts there with statues in the middle, and and this, like, truck pulls up with all these riot squad, and they, they're, like, sirens are on, and they're stopping traffic, and they get up and, like, spread out all in a line around our buses. And I was like, oh, shit, this is going to be cool. And then we, had, <laughs> we were driving the buses down the freeway in the middle of Mexico City, right down the middle if you look at a map from where we were and. It's, like, five lanes wide, and the entire thing is closed for us. And we're getting up to these, like, on-ramps, you know? And we're up on a bridge, and there's these on-ramps on the side with just a million cars stopped. And we're like, oh, no, it's going to be standstill traffic when we get up there. Then we get to where the ramp hits the the freeway, and it's they're stopped because of us. <laughs> like, they have... Hundreds and hundreds of cars stopped the whole way. It was awesome.
3: No wonder they hate us when we yeah. get this. <laughs> no yeah. shit, sure. yeah. like
1: they're gonna hate us. It,
3: it still out. took a little over two hours <laughs> to get there for a thirty-minute drive. Yeah, it was Bad.
1: We got there pretty late. We got That's there brutal. right as right before the uh, national anthems. But it was cool. Uh, God, what I the things I remember about Azteca was how steep it is. The and like it's all cobbledy, like the stairs are all like cobbledy uh, concrete, like you could fall and you would die because it's like really, really steep. And uh, I don't know, it was.
3: And uh, one person tripped. I'm gonna debunk that story. Yeah, the, that guy, the was... guy that got the head injury, he just tripped. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, well, all these people are tweeting all this horrible shit yeah. about throwing bottles and stuff. I didn't. It might have
1: happened. I didn't see any bottles.
2: It was happening. You could see it on the videos. Really? But it
3: wasn't it, – it was stuff cups. like that happened. It was – I mean there's full like Coke cans, um, but it was, a lot of it was ramen noodles. They have these r- instant yeah, ramen noodles that they throw that stain your yeah, jerseys your and then it was a bunch of beer. Like I think everyone has a story that they got hit by a beer or a right. ramen noodle cup. <laughs>
1: My favorite part of every game is when the players come and clap for us. Like, I love that. And we miss that because that guy was – that Mexico fan. Oh, we were getting rained on, first of all, with beers and shit. And then that Mexico fan ran and tried to climb the fence and was grabbing that barbed wire with his bare hands. And like, <laughs> that was right when the right when the uh, players are clapping for us, so I missed that part. But uh, it was a great game. I mean – Sometimes it shit was happens intense. when you take the only
0: second point ever down there. Yeah. You know? yeah. The
1: shit happens. I love how – this is something I didn't know about Mexico. I learned that this game is how quickly they'll turn on their own team. Like Tony hate them right now. Absolutely, they hate them. Tony Miola was talking about that when we took over our Twitter in Denver. That was another cool thing we forgot to talk about. But uh, we'll get to that. He was saying after about sixty, seventy minutes, if they're not winning, they start oleing against their own team. Right. Sort of, yeah. They didn't really do that, but you, they quit uh, caring. Like they weren't doing the punta thing when yeah. when Guzan was kicking after about the seventieth minute and like. I don't know. I was so proud of. I was so happy. I, I Jared Dubois, our our guest that we have coming up on his show, said, "I'd rather go nil nil as long as possible." He said this at halftime, rather than score a goal, because I think if we score a goal, they're all going to unite and really come at us. But nil nil, the longer it goes, I think we're better off. And I think he was right. Like,
3: but our but I, our f- but our five hundred fans there. I mean, they did a tremendous loud. job. loud. I mean, could you hear it on TV? To, could you hear it? Uh, yeah. I mean,
2: uh, you could. At, at times, you could. This is what happened. You could hear the USA, and then all of a sudden you just hear a cheer, and it would get taken over in a, in a short amount right. of time.
1: That, that was what it was. Really but what about, like, the 80th minute? Could you hear then? Because we were loud. Not really. And,
0: like, Not really. I guess I was in the bar, and it was sold out. We So the game kicked off, I think it was at 9.30 p.m. Central, and we had to lock the bar
1: at 7.45. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's what they were saying. They just had to turn packed. away like 40 people. Yeah, yeah.
2: Similar story in KC. Really? Yeah. we That's had a hum- way bigger had bar. Hundreds, too. And we had a group of t- – a-, a-, a table of Mexico fans. probably six or seven of them. And I'm, I don't think were they, they cool? enjoyed their night. No, <laughs> I don't think they did. Because they had some guy up there just going, Woo!
1: Woo! The guy was me.
3: Right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but before the game, like – I other things I remember about it, you guys want me to keep talking about? As second, yeah. Other things I remember is how much coverage every channel. Honestly, there's like, I would say ninety percent of the channels was the whole day before and the whole day of the game. Just people sitting around talking about the game and like previews. Like, it was bigger than the Super Bowl is here the coverage, and I, I couldn't believe it. Did you notice that, Brooklyn?
3: Yeah, and I love how they copied every like Sports Center show you could possibly do in the U.S. <laughs> like they have the you know the Mexican around the horn. No, like, did that. And yeah, but yeah. Uh, the only difference, I mean, the difference was it was all about soccer. But it was like the only every show was like, was show was like copied.
1: <laughs> I have a r- r- real good quick story uh, of when we were first there, and Brucken was taking a dump in the bathroom. And, uh, <laughs> I think it was an SS, yeah. an SS Brucken. Nice. Yeah, and uh, and there's a knock on our door, and I go answer it, and it's the uh, it's the lady uh, <laughs> that cleans the rooms, right? And it is the morning. Of the game, and i I speak zero Spanish, Zach, you know that we took French together mon, mon frère. so uh, <laughs> so she so I answer the door and and I and she's you know says something in Spanish, and I have no idea what she says <laughs> she had a very high voice, she had no parole i I don't speak spanish so so I was like uh No hablo español, and and and, sh- and so she goes. Did you shake like that when sh- you said it? Oh yeah, I was scared <laughs> out of my. So I'll blow So she keeps talking. I mean, just keeps like won't let it go. And I knew that she was saying something about cleaning the room, but I. So I was like holding up the thing that. Oh, what that gave yours- you that idea? <laughs> well, yeah. So what? So I was holding up the thing that said we don't need room service or whatever. And she was like, she would like point at it and then say something. And I was just like, uh, I don't know. So, and, and and she was talking louder and louder. So I'm talking louder and louder. And I'm trying to put it on the doorknob and like point at it and like, no, no. And, and then <laughs> Brunken starts yelling from the bathroom, Quanto. <laughs> like,
3: uh, no, I think I was yelling, was Aki, to... Aki. But that's like means here. <laughs> yeah, not Aki like. Means
1: here. <laughs> you thought you were saying when, because she. Yeah. Was, she... No, Quando. Yeah,
3: so, I was saying that, but I was also saying here yeah because i 'm not very good at spanish either so she is so she was so confused
1: yeah, so she just pushed me out of the way and came in the room and got on the phone and called the front desk and and i didn 't know what she was doing then either, and then I hear the guy on the speakerphone just go, Sir and I go, yeah They want to know when they can come clean their room, and I'm like, "Oh!" And she goes, "Oh!" And then she comes and gives me a hug, and it was adorable. (laughs) Okay, so Brunkin's on the shitter, just going kiaki. I was wondering why
0: you preface that with Brunkin's dropping deuce because he's just yelling (laughs) things out of the back. I don't know. It was very funny. I failed. (laughs) It's incredible. Anyway, so job accomplished. (laughs) We got four points. You don't want me to tell more stories like that. Have you seen the
2: picture of the players? Do do. have you seen (laughs) the? the pictures of the players coming up to the section. I've seen one. I need to go look at it. I love it. I saw two pictures. One was Gonzo and Guzan. Who's Gonzo? Gonzalez. Oh, okay. Omar yeah,
0: Gonzalez. I saw the Guzan one. It's
2: good. They oh, look yeah. – I I haven't seen a player look like that up at the – because, I mean, they're looking basically in the sky. Right.
1: That's how you far your You their eyes. <laughs> yeah, the, their expressions are – That's great, yeah. That's awesome. I thought, you know, we've been to a lot of sections. I thought for the size of our section, that was the loudest. Well, we had the roof right above us, so that helped. But it was like what you'd hear, you know, because usually only, you know, a portion of the fans are singing, sometimes more, sometimes less. But it was like our entire section was all singing exactly the same thing, and it was loud. Because what are you
2: going to get when you send... 500 aos right to Mexico City. You're not going to get the, the no. fans that are just there because they're boyfriends. Right. Are, you know what I mean. Was you're <laughs> going to get
1: the best ones that are there. There was one one family in our section that I think was just on vacation. I was like, oh, a soccer game. Let's go oh, watch. Jesus. And I, I I saw them right when I went in. I was like, oh
3: my god, they don't know what they're in for. God. but uh, you're in the wrong section. <laughs> they left so quick too at the end of the game. Did they? And <laughs> they started just raining down. on Oh them. yeah, but that's all right. They they're troopers though. I mean they. I mean yeah, it's good. They, we lasted the whole game it, only, They didn't kick us out early Which is great Yeah That's impressive Actually, Yeah, yeah.
1: And uh, you know We got beer rain on Usually us. always get kicked out early Right But the trip out was I don't know A lot of people acting tough we, Our bus got hit by a rock But That was about as bad as it got I thought But
0: Yeah we got back
1: And I Listened to some Spanish jazz In the hotel room And called it a day And uh, Felt good Excellent yeah.
2: Excellent. So we got four points from three games. It's what Does we need. anybody here think that we're in trouble? No. I mean before the hex, if you would have said four points for three games, what are you I mean? It's exactly what more do would you have want? Thought. I mean that's really, about what we yeah. would I thought have I, I
0: would have thought draw on Honduras, beat Costa Rica at home and, and lose to Mexico. It's four points. Right. Uh, and now we've got that out of the way.
1: Right. Yeah. I'm fine. I yeah. Uh there's a really good, I don't know if you guys check out American Soccer Now ever, but it's a sweet website. Uh, they have a infographics and stuff on there. But uh, We
2: should ask Dubois about that.
1: Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. We Have we decided our guest that's coming up? We have not mentioned. We should give him a call now. Who our
0: esteemed special guest is coming up. <laughs> Jared Dubois from The Best Soccer Show.
1: He's coming up now. We're going to give him a call. If you guys don't listen to it, you should. I. It's, it's a great show. I've should we call to him it. now? Is it The Best Show? I would say it's the best soccer show. The best. (laughs)
0: All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to get Jared on the phone, and we're actually going to talk some soccer here in a minute. Peace. to the American Outlaws podcast. We are now joined with our esteemed guest for the evening, Mr. Jared Dubois from the Best Soccer Show. Jared, how are you?
4: I'm doing well, gentlemen. It's great to be with the best supporters uh, of U.S. Nutman Soccer. Oh, <laughs> thanks, Jared. Thank you. Well, we're excited to have y- you. Y'all just do it. Y'all, y'all just do it Classy.
0: <laughs> if if there's one thing we do is is we keep it classy. That's absolutely correct.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Jared. Uh my first question for you is uh just an overarching question. What do you take out of our first 3 hex games? Just uh break them up, I guess. It's it's really hard to uh <laughs> I guess in our opinion, it's really hard to take any any uh you know, anything from the snow game. But overall, what what comes to mind when you think back on the first three games of the Hex?
4: Um, redemption, um, d- chaos. I mean, there's a little bit of everything in these first three games. Uh, if you'd uh, going into the Costa Rica game when the sporting news g- article came out, I was already feeling pretty. I feel a lot of trepidation already after seeing the one-zero lead in Honduras uh, uh, kind of slip away, and I thought that was kind of unfortunate down there. Uh, one thing that you say about U.S. teams in the past, I feel that they're a type of a team that they knew they know how to have, uh, how to play defense and usually kind of protect a lead. And to see one of the best, uh, at most athletic teams and most fit teams in the entire region, give up goals late like that, I kind of wonder what. Well, what's going on fitness-wise with the team, especially looking at what they did in Honduras. And then on top of that, you have the Sporting News article. And that one really kind of – I think it kind of magnified any fears you already – we had leaving the Honduras game, and it put a very must-win kind of feeling about the Costa Rica game. Despite the fact that there were eight more games after it, whether it was a win or, or a loss, but uh, out of the whole three all combined, I feel much better than I did uh, three weeks ago going into the Costa Rica game. I think it was kind of a best-case scenario, to be honest with you, in four points of those last two games. I'll take four points with the with the hardest two road games already behind the U.S. national team for the whole hex. Absolutely,
1: yeah. I was reading online there's a they they did a stat on or a quick calculation based on the remaining games uh, what what you know the hardest games coming up versus the games already played and the u s is in the best position of any team in the hex right now
4: yeah, it was always was going to be about how could they avoid stumbling out of the gate and I think when you saw the Honduras result. Um, I think you kind of felt like a stumble, and I think that play, play, that played on some of the worst fears that U.S. men's national team fans had is that w- this is the one thing we had to avoid. We needed to get <clears> – <throat> listen, if you're going to lose in Honduras, okay, you can you can accept it. It's the w- way that the game was lost. It was the 1-0 lead. It right. was the, the performance, the lack of energy on the f- field for the U.S. national especially the German players. Um, and then the, to lose that 1-0 lead the, uh, late like that, and that was kind of a deflating kind of thing, and it's kind of uh, archetypical of Klinsmann since he's been on. Uh, in very few multiple goal games, a lot of games where you kind of you lose the game after going one up. It's really kind of different than what we've been used to for the teams of uh, Bob Bradley, which also weren't necessarily offensive powerhouses, but they seemed more well-coached and more well-prepared.
0: Yeah, it seems with the you know, the Bob Bradley sides that, that that were put out on the field, it was just an absolute grind. And we've fallen a hole away at Honduras that quick is just shocking.
4: Yeah, but you know what? I would say that if – I I think that Eurion Klinsman learned something out of these first three games because when you look back, if you look at – uh, costa rica and you look at um mexico i think that they got those two results playing the american style and people are there's plenty of people out there that hate the american style there's americans that hate our own style because it's very gritty it's very uh dirty it's it's workman it's uh doing the, all the dirty work that uh that make other teams frustrated and a lot of people don't like that about the u.s For me personally I, I kind of feel like let's just own it if that's our style Let's just own it, and we can change it over time. It could be a long-term project, and Klinsman's all on board for that. I think he may be trying to push too much change too quickly, and we're kind of losing the identity of uh, of who we are as an American team.
0: Absolutely, I, I I have to agree with you, especially you know just thinking about Jurgen. What what are your thoughts on how Jurgen actually addressed that sporting news? I know that he's not going to address the article.
3: Did dire- he address it?
0: Uh, he <laughs> didn't. He, well, yeah, he didn't dr- address it directly. But how do you think he handled it? Um, I mean, he made some some points in some press conferences that were clearly directed towards the article. But uh, how do you think it's played out, or what do you think we'll see going forward?
4: Um, I think you can already say that uh, maybe he felt something coming out of it. I don't. I think that Jurgen Klinsmann probably didn't deal with it much. I mean, I don't have any firsthand knowledge of it. I don't think any of us do about how what he actually said to the players if there was any kind of like sit down, come to Jesus moment between all of them. (laughs) But you could say just the fact that the starters knew who was going to start the night before the game. That tells you that there was something there that he picked up on and thought, okay, you know what? That's not too much to ask, and uh, you see him bend a little bit. So the sheer, sheer fact that you see him bending a bit tells you that maybe it had more of an impact on him than he was really re- uh, letting on publicly, but I kind of dig that. I think if, if you're gurken Klinsman, you were given the gift of clarity and, and, and uh, basically to have that out-of-body experience about 20 feet up above the team and watch what's re- – really happening from outsourters point point of view if i'm here in clinton i'm reading that and say okay listen my goals aren't necessarily changing but if this is how my players actually feel and they can't first of all if they can't come to me and tell me that that's a problem and secondly i've been given the gift of knowing what they really think and that maybe will kind of allow me to kind of change not wholesale change but listen there's things even i can improve on i'm asking these guys day in day out to make improvements there's some things maybe i can do as well but I haven't seen enough changes to make me feel that he's had that much uh, – I don't know, that kind of a transcendent kind of uh, uh, a vibe or anything or, or – um I'm trying to think of the word I want to use, epiphany. But uh, That, that oh, oh, aha oh, moment? Yeah, exactly. But there's at least something there that gives me some hope that maybe he gets what the players are trying to tell him. Sure.
1: Speaking of Klinsman, uh there's an infographic on American Soccer Now. I know you guys at the Best Soccer Show are, are big fans of AmericanSoccerNow.com. Uh, there's an infographic on there right now that I love that uh, you can you can say how good you think Klinsman is doing and whether he's got this or not. Um, uh. How do you feel? I mean, do you think Klinsman's got this? I mean, do you think he's – because you guys were very skeptical. I'm a big uh, The Best Soccer Show fan. And you guys were very skeptical on his methods and, you know, having all, you know, he was just very scatterbrained, especially leading up to the Hex. Do you think he's come around? I I mean, you say that he's learned some stuff. Do you feel confident he's doing a good job now or how do you feel about that?
4: Um, Well, first of all, that infographic, while it does say something about Klinsmann, I think it's funny because if you look at a different perspective, it says a lot about the U.S. fan base as well. Look how uh, chaotic the, the results from that are the, I mean it's not concentrated at all it's all over the board which kind of tells you the panic and like like quick uh, turning uh, bandwagon nature of U S soccer fans when it comes to Jurgen Klinsmann uh, I think but for Jurgen Klinsmann and, and particularly the fan base uh, results are going to go a long way listen he can play however he wants to play he can put whatever players he wants to put out there and put any type of yoga sessions nutrition <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean Cleanses whatever they want to do like to, to make this, this team better if he gets the points, your soccer fans aren 't going to care i 'm not going to care my partner jason's not going to care, but if it doesn 't come with the results, if it doesn 't come with the fifteen to sixteen points it 's going to take this team to get to Brazil, then it doesn 't matter. He can do whatever he wants. He was hired to do a job, make it to Brazil. The secondary job is making it look good. The secondary job is changing the uh, big-picture uh, big, uh, big um, direction that the US, U.S. soccer wants to go over the next couple of generations. I can deal without that. That's way off on the horizon for me. Let's right now, let's make it to Brazil. And if he does that, I mean, I, I don't care if it's done through acupuncture and, like, healing sticks. I, I, I don't <laughs> care. Do whatever you want. Or helicopter rides. <laughs> Yeah, but but overall, your direct question, I guess, was me personally. Like, I think Jurgen Klinsmann. I feel better about Jurgen Klinsmann after the last two games because. I saw that when it came down to it and he needed to get a result, especially in a hostile environment on the road, he played to our strengths. Michael Bradley and Jermaine Jones in the center of the park doing the jobs that they're born to do, not trying to make them wingers, not trying to give them offensive uh, uh, responsibility. Play them in the center. And you saw, look at Jermaine Jones in Costa, against Costa Rica uh, in Denver. That guy looked like the guy I remember on shotgun that I wanted on this team three or four years ago because he was played in his right position. And that's my, one of my biggest critiques about Jurgen Klinsmann is that it's positional issues if you're already trying to change so much why change the positions of these players as well if you want Eddie Johnson to play left wing uh, left left midfielder okay whatever but you have i mean look to the look you have you have Breck Shea. is the drop off really that big from Eddie Johnson to Ebrecht Shea or to Chris Pontius, who isn't even getting a sniff with Jurgen Klinsmann, or even Brad Davis. What do you want of this team? To me, I don't see the point of moving the deck chairs around on the Titanic. Yeah. Find these guys, let them play their positions. I think Jermaine Jones is the best uh, evidence of that. Put him in his right position, and I am so happy for the first time in roughly a year with Jermaine Jones just because of that one game.
1: Speaking of Jermaine Jones, I have a. this is kind of a touchy subject, but in, in Mexico... We started zero uh, German-born players, whereas all of the games leading up to that, we, have you know, had at least one, two, three German-born players. Do you think that affected anything? Do you think the guys uh, who got that gritty res- nil-nil down in Mexico, if we've got three, four German players out there, you know, you're, uh, do you think, do you think they grinded out the way they did?
4: Um, you know what? I don't know if they did or not, but I'll say this: I like the American game that was played that day. Now, I don't know if that's a, 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 a symptom of. Oh my god! Oh my god! That, did, sorry, did Kenny Cooper just missed a penalty.
0: Oh, no! <laughs> no! loves God! Kenny Cooper. It's my favorite player in the world. fuck.
4: There's your there's there's your first problem. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I apologize. Uh, Unapologize. Understand, but, understandable. Uh, no. I've wait, heard
0: wait, it for the last nine years, so it's fine. <laughs>
4: <laughs> when, it, when it comes when it comes down to uh, the, the team that played in Mexico and there being no Germans on board, I, it, I, all I know is that they played a game that I recognize. Now, whether they played the game, I recognize because of the circumstance that they're in, is that it was a game in Mexico and Azteca, and it's all hands on deck, and you have to play a defensive, like high energy style. Or if it's because Jurgen Klinsmann freed him up to do so. All I know is that I liked what I saw, I recognized what I saw, and I kind of identified with what I saw. And to me, that's the best case scenario. But uh, but when it comes to the German German born players, I'm not gonna. Act like Timothy Chandler isn't the best right back if Steve Cherundolo right. can't come back from injury. I'm not going to act like Jermaine Jones isn't somehow isn't a better central midfielder than Maurice Du or Kyle Beckerman. He is, you know. And I, I, so there's in Fabian Johnson. I don't want any Marcus Beasley anywhere near the left back position if Fabian <laughs> oh, Johnson's healthy. No. <laughs> you know, like I, he, hey, thank you Beasley. Thank you for your service. I think he had a great two games. You know, like I mean th- that was clutch. But I. I if Fabian Johnson's healthy, I want him in there. So I don't want to overlook or over-accentuate the fact that there was no Mexi- excuse me, German uh, players in Mexico, and and that's where we need to go. You need to get the best players at their positions. The biggest thing is play them in their positions.
1: Do you think uh, those German players that all played the week after the Mexico game but weren't fit to play for Shady. the U.S.? <laughs> yeah. What do you think about that? Do you think there's any shit going on there or what? Well,
4: well, it comes to Nuremberg. I mean, come on. Nuremberg's been uh, twisting the U.S. national team's titty for as long as I can remember. <laughs> they, 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 love, they love to act like Timothy Chandler's hurt and keep him out so he's ready for his club game. I, I mean, it is absolute shenanigans on Nuremberg's uh, side. I mean, so I'm kind of used to that by this point. But uh, that that kind of like sours me on Timothy Chandler a bit. Maybe that's not fair that what his club chooses is choosing to do is souring my opinion on him. But – this team needs him to be here, especially yeah. in a game like this where we get forced to play Jeff Cameron out of position over two games. Listen, I'm glad that Jeff Cameron held his own, but I want Timothy Chandler there. And if Nuremberg's not going to give him to us, that's it. Listen, you're in this is These are your people. right? You know, like the, you're supposed to have these connections. You know, If you can't get these guys over, over here, then let's just start making plans without him. Now, now granted, Tr- Steve Trondolo, I'm pretty sure he was hurt. I mean, a few other guys, I'm, you know their situations, you know they're pretty much hurt. But that Timothy Chandler one, the Fabian Johnson one, those ones are really kind of skeptical. You're telling me in one week they went from not able to travel to they can fully participate? That's kind of shady.
1: Yeah, I agree. Tim Howard's healthy next game. He, he starts again, doesn't he, for you?
4: Yeah, uh, he, he's your guy. I mean, I Brad Guzan was tremendous. Um, if anything, I just know that there's a... Quality backup uh, behind to, Timothy, me, to Tim Howard that uh, I know can step up when the job's done. This is the worst case scenario. Let's say they both are are, are making. Uh Making a, a push for the number one spot, then we're we're in a Friedel Keller situation like we were in the late '90s, early 2000s. That's a great position to be in. Yep. I remember thinking how comfortable it'd be. if when when Casey Keller went down before the 2002 World Cup, I didn't bat an eye because Brad Friedel was there to have his back. So if anything, I just think that first of all, this may push Tim Howard at the national team level for the first time. I mean, do you remember last time Tim Howard got pushed? Yeah, it's a great point. It's a great point. And, and and secondly, if he goes down, I. I feel like there's a very, very competent, informed backup. And it kind of answered the question uh, going into these two games. It was a question, who's the number two? It was a question, is Brad Guzan ready? Now you have a very clear delineation number one, number two, and then everybody else.
2: Yep. It's a great point. Hey, I have a quick question. What do you think about Bocanegra filling in for Beasley or Beasler? Um, are, are we solid with Gonzalez and, and Beasler at the back? Or are we trying to bring back the old guys?
4: You know, with with Bocanegra, it's kind of an interesting thing. With, um, kind of a personal thing for me. Like I played high school ball against that guy. So if he's too old, Ooh, that, 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 if if he's too old, I'm too old, and that, maybe that that's personal. feel <laughs> bad. But uh, but <clears throat> I, I think I think the time was right. To be honest with you, I think Carlos Bocanegra was pretty obvious. Was off the pace. The last couple of times he played with the U.S. Men's National Team, and that's that's sad to say because he's your captain. But it doesn't make his experience invaluable. But when there's guys like Biesler and Omar Gonzalez that can put out those performances that you saw in Mexico, it kind of pushes him further and further out. Now, granted, if he can get to playing first-team ball consistently over a number of months, then I mean he can be back in the in the in the uh, in the picture. But the fact of the matter is he wasn't getting games. He wasn't getting minutes. So how can you bring a guy that already looked like he was waning into this team when he's not – you have nothing to base it on. You have nothing to watch. You know, you've got to give Klinsman something to make his decision on. Unfortunately, in this case, the void was what he had to go with. And you're not going to take a big, huge question mark into an already really tough scenario. So, when you, but your question about Beezer in particular, I think Beezer and Omar look so natural together. Correct. Better than think Cameron and Omar look together. And uh, that kind of surprised me because I wasn't necessarily. I'm, I'm a big. I, I don't think, for my money, I thought uh, Jade Demerit was defender of the year last year. I didn't think Beezer was really. It uh, should have been the guy. But I think I admit, like, he's, he kind of. Of changed a lot of things about my, a lot of my perceptions about him with the the game, game in Mexico because first of all, I mean Omar Gonzalez was the, it was like the, it was kind of like the hammer and the feather, you know Omar Gonzalez was just like brutalizing everything, every ball in the air, and, and Beasley was just kind of the, the, the the nice softer complement to it where he seemed like to be the organizer, cut out passes, uh, positionally well. If you look at Omar Gonzalez and his relationship with AJ De La Garza, it's very similar to that. If, yeah. So if you think about that's the type of player that Omar Gonzalez looks good with or plays well with, that organizer, that positionally aware player, Matt Beisler may be the better complement to Omar Gonzalez. So if the, long, the end game for the U.S. national team is get Omar Gonzalez to be your starting center back, then Beisler may be the better option over Jeff Cameron, who I don't know is as positionally good as Beazler, but is definitely better with the ball at his feet. But to me, defense first you know right. you got to win the ball before you can do anything with right. it right
1: yeah you guys were talking on your show the other day about uh pairs of guy love like like uh two dudes that just go together perfectly and that, for me uh Biesler and uh
4: Gonzalez are perfect for that but I mean to know that ain't nothing wrong with a little guy loving your life. <laughs>
1: yeah. so, absolutely correct.
4: <laughs> like like tell me you haven't another man on the ass. God, there's a lot going on in this room right now. <laughs> we, we
0: started the biggest sports group that's, that's in four America. Dudes, uh, yeah, I mean,
4: four nine. dudes sharing a beer, you know, things things can happen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, man. Thanks a lot for joining us. We know we're taking you away from date night with the wife and Galaxy yeah, game. You, from,
4: you're, you take me away from Land Donovan taking a PK right now and missing. Oh my lord!
1: Uh-oh. See, Kenny <laughs> Cooper's not that bad.
0: <laughs>
4: yeah, no, no, no. Donovan's just not that sharp. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: oh. Soft spot. Yeah, you're probably right. All right, man. Tell us about the best soccer show real quick. Give us a plug.
4: Uh, You can get us twice weekly on the North America – excuse me, North America Soccer Network, which is NASN.TV. We do – we cover all things MLS, U.S. Men's National Team, American Soccer, and whatever else we kind of want to talk about with me and my partner Jason Davis, who's now doing American Soccer Morning also on the network. That's a daily show every day from um, 9 to 11 Eastern. So uh, definitely a lot of American Soccer on the network. Come check us out, live shows every Wednesday night and live shows every U.S. Men's National Team game, pre-show, halftime, and post-game.
1: Why did he ditch you for that show? Why, why didn't you get to go with it? <laughs> uh,
4: it? Because, unfortunately, I have a job. What? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so one day, uh, it, trust me, it's not ditching. I mean, if, if we can do it together, we can do it together. But, unfortunately, uh, until there's enough money. So, th- th- listen, it's on the American soccer public. Show people that this is the type of thing that can be financially supported. And then we'll, we'll, you'll, you'll get more content. We know nothing. Uh, but that. we're trying to do it. We're trying to do it <laughs> kind of guerrilla style.
0: Absolutely. Well, hey, Jared, we appreciate you. Thanks for joining, and uh, we're going to send it to a quick break.
4: Right on. I love the American Outlaws, man. Life goes floating by. Slipping through my fingers like the sands of time. A startled situation caused concern within this pants. A minor joke didn't play nice. Now I'm searching for a sequence to unlock the humor built upon this room called Grievance. This reminds me, junior high, always walk awkwardly, tried to stand tall. Often find myself on hands and knees kids would kick me down, pushing the resistance, just another loss fit with the promises of wristlets, so get this, held my own, managed my way out, couldn't think that high school would have me planning the escape route, I made clout, built a scheme, kept to the layout, but something wasn't clicking, so I went with a new game crowd, tried to fit in dividends, realized we had different ideas, I struck out on my own, tried to build a new career, it's called living in the moment, trying to make the picture clear, stay away from obstruction, we're almost there, almost there.
0: Yo, We back! Thank you to uh, Jared Dubois. Best that soccer is, show. Uh, like I said, the, the longest we've ever talked soccer on the show, and he was fantastic. So the best soccer show. Look it up, Jared. So
1: knowledgeable. Thank you so much, my man. <laughs> and during while his team is playing, that's pretty impressive. Can you imagine yeah. doing an interview during a U.S. game? <laughs> oh, God. No. There's Come a on. reason we don't. <laughs> God bless him. But he did bring up one thing I wanted to talk about uh, a little more was uh, he was talking about the American style and how um, the blue collar Klinsman has retreated to that um, in must win situations like in Mexico and me and my friend Nate talk about this every once in a while and how like Klinsman trying to bring in these defenders that, you know, know how to pass and all that. And Nate always says, I want him to be bigger and meaner and just throw people down the way Demerit used to. I don't give a shit if right. they can complete a pass at all. Like, we have this style where, where you know, try and get by me. You're not going to get by me. I'm just yeah. too big, and I'm in good shape. And, like, fuck you. Like, you yeah, know? there's
0: some sense to, to – at some point, you have to get the ball out of that third. Right. So how do you do it? Well, we used to just hoof it and counterattack. Right. Well, hoof it. Or let them come in, give them a corner, yeah. then counterattack. And then,
1: well, yeah, then
0: – so it's they're like, never going to score a corner on right. us
1: if we've got these big toughies. But are,
0: but there. are we really going to you know go back to the Cacaz two thousand seven two thousand eight Brazils where they bring it out of the back seventeen passes no. goal? We're we not going to have g- the players no. for that right now. Exactly. Like put
1: Clint, yeah. no, I, I think we're all on the same page here. Yeah, have Klinsman be in charge of the youth directing and have him start there. But like, we can't change who we have right now. In my opinion, yeah. like when we need results, we go back to that every time. We go back to the. Being tough and hitting them and on the we counter can, and working and we great at them. right? Yeah, we get those results. So, so
2: speaking of, Clemson being in charge of the youth, what do we think about this Kansas City deal? What did they really announce when they announced this?
1: The Kansas that they're looking at, Kansas City, to be yeah. the yeah. they're Bradenton thinking about right. looking at. That's, I think the
0: English was.
2: Let's consider making this the home ground for U.S. soccer training. Let's consider it.
1: Well, in my mind, it'd be – I mean, it's great for us because we live – well, you live there, and we live right by there. Yeah, but, I think it's a great idea. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but, like, that's half the year now that they couldn't train. Like, Bradenton – Right. Bradenton right now, you can train all year round. Like,
2: yeah, and at
1: Home Depot. Yeah, same thing. Great weather. Like, 18 fields. Like, right. Right.
0: So, I'm sure they'd build something in Kansas City, but not – to the extent of Bradenton or, or yeah, home, Depot. They might, it
2: just hasn't. You never know. They got. They the, would, but what I'm saying is, you, the like you said, thing, you can Heidemann? only use it Heidemann.
1: six months out of the year. Is Heinemann a big soccer? I mean, I assume he, he is. is yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And he's just he's the type of person that that wants to see, that has the home, vision. Right. And he wants to see a vision better things, with. and and that's what it kind of takes for
0: something we like some this. Need some home but. cooking.
1: <laughs> yeah, That'd be. I mean, it'd be sweet. God. I don't know. I don't Who knows? know. Do no, I mean, Why would you switch from Braden? What's wrong with Braden? Yeah, but no one – What's the complaint with Braden?
2: Here's the it? thing, though. No one really saw the Kansas City Wizards that played at Community America Ballpark. Right. We did. In front of oh, 5,000 fans yeah. into what they are now. I mean, they sell it every game. Right. And it's one of the best atmospheres in this in this country. And so if, if he thinks he can do it for this, then I believe him. Yeah. yeah. I like it. I,
1: like I said, doing. I'd love to do it. Yeah. Is it – w- I don't know anything about. Is is it involved with Heinemann or is that is that where yeah, the I rumor mean, would be?
2: I'm I'm sure that he's kind of promised some kind of participation with the training and attendance with the training. I mean, I'm sure it comes down to that. But hmm. and also it's it's centralized. I mean, right. But I mean, I just don't I don't know about the weather. I don't.
1: No one drives. No one really
2: knows. The
0: <laughs> no players drive. You have I a know. shirt from Bradenton, don't you? Wasn't the problem down there the mosquitoes?
1: <laughs> i do have the gators <laughs> i do have a, a mosquito t-shirt <laughs> that's what you're referring to yeah <laughs> it's the humidity in those darn mosquitoes <laughs> that is the one big problem down there uh i don't know i it's all we, speculation right it, now am yeah, i right
2: i mean we don't really know what it is at this
1: point it's so not, we'll right. see but uh One thing we do know, which is huge, and I can't believe it took them this long to do this, is that the winner of the Gold Cup, which we already, which we already know where we're playing, like who we're playing. Right. I can't believe they announced it this late, but the winner now is in a one. I don't know if you, I'm sorry, you guys, but all the listeners out there, if you know this or not, but. they just announced that the winner of this year's Gold Cup, which usually we would send a B or C team to, doesn't which mean anything. Mexico is doing, yeah, because it, it was just for pride, really. Well, now uh, the winner plays a one-game playoff against the winner of the 2015 Gold Cup for a spot in the Confederation's Cup, which you know, awesome that final will be? Yeah. Oh my god. I think it's great. Well it's US Mexico in a one game playoff. Right. Yeah. It'd be great. like A if replay a US, of Benny. Mexico. And
0: then what was the well, what was the <laughs> uh the stipulation if, if, if the both same ones, team wins I it, think they're both. just in I, they're just in. Yeah. Yeah. It's Is automatic, that right? yeah. 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 automatic bid say. if you win both of them. Yep. that's fantastic. Yeah. It gets it gets that off season gold cup. So much more credibility. I don't know. It was
1: just such a joke every time. I don't time. know why they did or why the Gold Cup isn't just every four years. That's, that's a whole other
3: topic. Well, that's <laughs> another topic. But I like this we better. Player. have I'll ta-
1: friendlies that I'll take every two years, and that it actually means something. else. Yeah. no, working great, definitely. But now, definitely. So, do you think Klinsman sends our A team now? Because I know Mexico no. can't. Because isn't we it, still won't? Isn't it during the Confederations Cup this yeah. year's? So well, they this obviously this won't summer, be seen... it's
0: also during qualifying. qualifying. Like we're not gonna <laughs> but but it makes it worth something. Right. I mean it's it's if I, okay, for, for you guys in the room and for every supporter who would actually listen to this podcast, you guys are all gonna be watching the Gold Cup. Right. We all will be. We're gonna be at a bar and some will travel to these games. It makes it worth watching. Right. We're all the nerds that are gonna watch it, no matter what. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not gonna ever miss a minute of U.S. soccer. Right. But to throw in an added bonus of
1: making it worth my time to watch it, right? It's fantastic. It's gonna be great. It's great. And the guys who get to go to the game or get to host the games probably are just high five. Oh each my other. god! Dude, <laughs> I talked to Ty Grease yesterday <laughs> in Chicago,
0: and he was freaking out about yeah. it. This, <laughs> is,
1: this is the best thing it's ever. Fabulous. We get to see another Benny Volley in the one-game playoff, uh, I would imagine. Uh, it got hard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just got hard. That's all I got to do is say Benny Volley and you guys uh, all just <laughs> uh,
2: Speaking of Benny Volley, just real quick, I want to know. I had a little discussion with a guy I worked with the other day. Top ten. Benny Volley. Top ten <laughs> goals for the U.S. soccer oh. for our generation. Right. And what's it going to be? Obviously, Donovan the Algeria goal is going to. Be probably number, be one. number one, Benny. Probably number two.
1: What's <laughs> number three? Man, I got McBride diving header against Portugal because I've oh, never man. freaked out like that before in my life. That was a hell Could of a be, finish. but
2: Donovan's diving header against Mexico in the 2002 World Cup. Right,
1: sending them home. The quarters. Good, goodbye. Right. That's like, on my get, list too. Get out.
0: <laughs> See you later. Later.
1: We're going to the quarters without you. <laughs> I'm trying to look at the list I sent you because I would, I sent it really fast and kind of just left it in there. I don't
2: know. I mean, I mean, yeah, John O'Brien's goal against Portugal was,
1: was a goal. Yeah, that was on there too.
2: But I just mean in in terms of of, of sheer significance, what other goal can you say was where Benny's was? Because I mean, it was a it was a volley from 30 yards out to sink Mexico. I just. Donovan's diving header against Mexico. I don't know.
1: What about Beasley's against Mexico in 2000? Yeah. yeah.
2: What? What? W- no.
1: no that 2005, was five. 2005. 2005 yeah. in Columbus. Yeah. yeah. That was a great goal. I love that short corner. Yeah. Just, that was just a fantastic play. Uh-huh. I have Donovan against Brazil in the uh, in the, the Confederations Cup. That was good. That was great too. Yeah. Even though we ended up losing, Bradley versus Slovenia. Uh, that tied it up. What about Maurice to do against Slovenia? Oh, never mind. The winner,
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. The another winner. never mind. Fucking, <laughs> another never mind. I know what you're going to say already. The Germany, O2. yeah, <laughs> exactly. Handball. Fuck
1: you. That still went in and somehow didn't get a handball. Or even or... if it didn't go in, the guy moved his hand to stop right. it. He's frinks. Oh, so then
0: That's come that. play for t- fuck. <laughs> never, <laughs> I'm done.
1: Yeah, Paul K- Caligari's goal that qualified us for nineteen. Costa Rica, yeah. that had us.
0: That was gangster. Yeah. That was, that was a, a fuck. That really. Great goal. That was
1: a Honestly, if you're going to think of what what was the most consequential, that's probably the biggest one. Yeah, started but, it all again. Yeah, that got, got us into a World the Cup, World Cup. Got us the MLS because then. Right. Yeah.
0: Because then we get the
1: 94 World Cup. We get a right. league. We get. Yeah. So really. I mean, you, yeah, you look at that goal. I didn't even see it. <laughs> I guess I was eight at the time. But Oh, I didn't see it. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I didn't
0: see it live. Obviously,
1: I've seen it a million times since. But right. because I, was no, I wasn't watching the game. Right. So, good topic. I don't know. I'd say that one as far as consequential, as far as sending me into a tizzy. <laughs> I'm gonna say <laughs> I'm gonna say McBride's diving header or Benny's volley or Donovan against Algeria. Uh, oh,
0: Donovan th- against Algeria. If we're talking might about be the tizzies, <laughs> you know, yeah,
2: might be the best moment in U.S. soccer history.
0: Actually, Dempsey in, against England too in the same Africa World Cup. I mean. Yeah, as far as getting blown out of another
1: one. Right. But it's such a shit goal. that. (laughs) Oh, it's horrible. Can anyone argue that Donovan's goal against Algeria was the
2: best moment in U.S. soccer history? Can you argue that?
1: Yes. You could, but you're not right. (laughs) Yes, you could argue it. What is it?
0: (laughs) Oh, I don't have an argument for it. I'm saying someone could argue that. (laughs) Because I know. Well, here's, here's the problem with arguing that. Is that I know how the story ends. It ends the same way as the last seven years of my life, us losing to Ghana at some point, <laughs> uh, to a weaker Ghana me. team. That's how the story ends. It's how it ended for me in Germany in 06. It's how it ended for me in Africa in 2010. I guess, sorry,
1: can I uh, switch
0: topics? And now, now, now it's
1: 2013. Yeah. Thank you. Is that right? It's 2013. Uh, it is. So we talked to Jared a little bit about this, but I we haven't done a pod since the Brian Stress article came out. Well, we've uh, done them. We just they <laughs> the got lost in them. the mail, <laughs> <laughs> and the dog ate them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, what did you guys think coming out of the? I mean, right when the story came out, after you first read it, what were your thoughts? Not now, not that we've righted the ship and won. You know, one oh, intense. I don't even
0: care about the results. I'm just happy to see that. I think it worked. I think I, it helped. I, th- I, I honestly think, think it helped. Yeah. We, he gave them starting lineups the night before the game. Right. He told uh, Dempsey he was going to be the that's captain. That's what Jared was talking he, about. yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's, that's kind of the, the question that I asked him. Like, you know, he can't go out and actually address anything that was said in that article because they were, you know, some of them were quotes by players that were unnamed or unnamed source, this, that, and the other, but it fucking got his attention. Right. Oh, yeah. It absolutely did. I, it put us in the right place and we got four points out of the next two games where I thought we were in fucking huge trouble. All
1: right. But this is all after the fact, but what were you thinking right after reading it? Uh,
0: it's hard. I mean,
1: I was so mad. I was pretty pissed. (laughs) So
0: mad just because I, I love the team so much that what I was hoping is I got pretty lucky because I didn't care if it was ever addressed or if anything specific would happen or, we're going to bring Bokenegger back and be captain. I didn't want any of that, but we needed something to light a fire. Even if it's under the players, I don't care about Klinsman. Klinsman, he's doing his job. He's he's clearly has his own way of doing things, right? But we need those players to be together. And if there's right. two divisions in that team, we're fucked. And that's what I was pissed about, right? Because that team in the article, the 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 locker room was just a mess and all this stuff and. Well, I mean, think it at least brought them together
1: well I mean ex players and'll tell you that there's almost never a camp or a locker room where everyone is one hundred percent down every you know there's always somebody who's not starting who thinks they should be, and that's fine. It was just the sheer number of players who you know off the record were saying the shit and that's what that's what really got me is that you know you want you know obviously we want everybody to be to be buying into the system and be given their all. And I, th- I still think they do, but I just think, I don't know. That's what hurt me is that they were kind of bitches about it and weren't going to Clinton and they were going off the record. And, Oh, this is another, I had a, I shouldn't, uh, I just remember. <laughs> I had a, I had a conversation in Denver with someone who, um, works with the team specifically and said he was talking to Michael Bradley afterwards. And Bradley was pissed about this article. He should be.
2: I I wanted to read his quote from what he said after that. Did you read that?
1: Well, but... Okay, so this is off the record because he was just talking to him, uh, you know, just on the side. And Bradley is like, it's all bullshit. Like, none of that. He's like, I haven't felt like any of that stuff is true. And I think they overemphasized. And and Brian Brian Strauss is a, is a, a really respected journalist. So I thought that was interesting. But Bradley, like... Just poo-pooed it completely and said that that's he, his job. It's not really. But to be, a, yeah, it it would is. be if he was yeah. captain. He was captain. Who Bradley?
0: Before Bradley has, before that article came out, he was captain. No, he wasn't. Who was? Bocanegra was. Bocanegra didn't even play against Honduras. Who did he give it to? Dempsey. Dempsey. Still back then, but Bradley has Bradley's probably the most secure
2: catching. job of anybody in the team.
1: We should. He wasn't. You remember when Klinsman got hired? He wasn't playing for whatever reason. But he's hell was
2: weird. Yeah, he's prob name a player that's more. Well, he should be. Yeah. yeah, there's, there's nobody. It's more entrenched.
1: Yeah, he's just he's our guy that we miss the most of anybody. Absolutely. How how, how was, much you miss Stu Holden?
0: Have we put anybody in the left that can play that side yet? God. Yeah.
1: He, that's like one of the big tragedies of the world. Uh, (laughs) No, it really is. Honestly, like he was so good and he was going to be so good. We're so far removed
0: from it now. We don't even think about how good he was. He's back though. He played uh, his first game. That's kind of why I asked you.
1: Right. I don't know if he's, you know, he's never probably isn't going to be where he was. That's what sucks. It's so unfair. Johnny Evans is still playing that. When you no do shit. something like that and you injure someone should, for years, should you player, should be out as long as the guy man, who that's you weird that you that. I feel the it's same so way. So fucked up, dude. So what else
0: we got on the old docket?
1: <laughs> okay, I have.
0: Send Let's a man to Johnny out. Out. <laughs> but
1: But uh, I talked to Jared a little bit about that uh, that stat where they ranked the top five hardest fixtures in the Hex. Or they assigned every... Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Every game in the Hex, they assigned a, a, the weight. a difficulty value, like... Yeah. Away at Mexico was a plus five. Away at Honduras is a plus four. And, and down, you know, down the line. And they added up, like, the games we have remaining versus the games we've already played. And we have played the hardest average of any team. Right. And we're still tied for second, second. right? Yeah. Tied for second. And we have our next three games are by far the lowest. So the next three games is really where the you rubber meets the road. And you like, don't
0: have the... Uh schedule at all. Do you know it? Uh, kind of. Not brungan, do us. you have it? Jamaica uh, Not way. for us. Yeah, Jamaica Not way. for us. Oh. I was just wondering what, like, Mexico's couple fixtures looks like. Ooh, they have be. a hard – they, they've funky. had an easy one. Right. Pretty easily easy. Jamaica at home, easy. U.S.
1: at home. Well, U.S. at home's not their easiest home game. No, but, but right. Jamaica at home – But they've had two home games. And Jamaica away home's at home Or what was their other one? Away uh, where? It was Honduras, and they tied, right? Away at Honduras. That's right. And they came back. They were up 2-0. That's right. Yeah. So they've had a they had one of the easiest first Fairly's, three rounds, yeah, yeah. and their upcoming three are way are one of the hardest so
2: can I say something? I just don't give a fuck what they're doing
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well, we want them to be killing teams if, I just don't care I mean as much as it sucks, we want them to be killing teams and knocking everybody out, but
0: I, <laughs> I feel like Woof doesn't care I,
2: just don't... <laughs> I don't care what they're doing I want. I don't care what's happening. I don't care who's playing for them. I don't care.
3: So, do you think we can get nine for
1: the yeah. next three? What, yeah. what are our next three? We got uh, cool. Jamaica, Jamaica on the road. Away. We and should then win Panama that one. Panama
0: and Honduras at home. Jamaica away. We should get nine. June eleventh. Panama at home.
1: Listen, we want nine. Honduras.
0: Well, we out. want nine
3: for sure.
1: God, we could get nine out of that. Let's let's dream a little and say we get nine. Then we're at thirteen, 13. points we with two four draws. games to go. Yeah.
0: So then we look at two draws and. So four after that we've games. got Costa Rica away, Mexico at home in succession, which could be a reality check, right? And then we've got two games on the docket left. That's it. Jamaica at home.
1: In KC, KC. What's our last game? Is that Panama is that our last away? Game? Oh, Panama. Yeah. Ugh, you do not want to go into yeah. that game well, needing something. Well, you don't want to end there,
0: you know. Yeah, like you said. Yeah, I wish we had that game earlier because right. it's an easy road game when the pressure game.
1: when the pressure is off. Yeah, yeah it's an, it's a good road you game you, to have. You go down there, you get the job done, you come back. Yeah, but listen, we're in good shape right now. The next three games, Fuck, is yeah, but, really, but where we, it that comes. was under
0: the assumption that we get nine out of the next three.
1: Well, nowhere else will ideal shape then <laughs> if we can pull that off. Well, that put us at thirty. We lost in Jamaica last time, so. So what do we That's need? 15? 15, I think fourteen or fifteen. It's always. I thought it was fifteen or 16. Solid there. Yeah, but I mean,
0: in I fourth know. place, we rewind your goddamn iPod. We and just get one more. Figure win. it out. Jared already told us.
3: You get one more win after the nine points, we're golden.
2: After right. the nine, but yeah, nine,
3: there's a Jamaica easy. away game. Easy in there.
2: Jamaica. We're not letting them win Jamaica's again. Jamaica's a good team. They yeah, but well, this is you know.
1: This we is, go down there again. This is by far the most competitive hex I can remember. Like. And by we, have I you don't watched? Mean the team. Have you
2: watched the 2001 qualifying games against Jamaica? No, I haven't. <laughs> In their high school stadiums. <laughs> it's a joke. Did you watch? They our have come buddy... leaps and bounds since then. I'm right. telling you, the Good hex morning. is harder right now than. It, has been in the 2000, ever. in the and two, it's only gonna get
0: worse. In the 2006 send-off series, did you watch our buddy Tony Miola play against Jamaica in his hundredth cap? <laughs> yeah, we sure did. <laughs> we didn't do so hot. The, the first five <laughs> minutes aside,
1: they're not that good. <laughs> yeah, uh, the. Oh, what was I going to say the? Yeah, okay. the Hex is the, by far the most competitive it's ever been, and you know what? A huge part of that is is they were talking about this on the Best Soccer Show the other day. About the number in the hex of players who grew up in MLS and owe their entire existence to MLS. Right, like MLS is directly responsible for the hex being what it is. I mean, it's it's great for US soccer too, but it's it's just interesting because like a, it's it's some outstanding number. It's like sixty, seventy, eighty percent of players have played in MLS at one time. So. It's an interesting. Uh, I can dig little it. S- we're we're making our own competition.
3: I mean, especially when Panama's at the top, making everybody else better. Right. Given a
0: top league to play in in North America, I mean, what are the you play in the Mexican League or the Caribbean League before MLS? Is there a Caribbean League? I don't even know. That's my point. <laughs> I mean, where where did you play before as a top side in as a top player in in the CONCACAF region?
1: yeah north central if you didn't make if you didn't make mexico then right. you're, you didn't have me you're not playing yeah you're welcome you got? You got, world
0: yeah you're welcome world you got any plugs for american outlaws what are we doing
1: let's see we got tickets up for we still Everything. got a few more in seattle and a few more in salt lake um dc sold out and still working on still doing City. cleveland
3: still got some room for jamaica
1: jamaica away brother that's a good time Um yeah, the best Jamaica trip. Way package, best trip ever. Um,
3: Got to think what else What else is going on. Uh, well, we're going to have a thing called the free beer movement. Oh, yeah. um, June 7th, 7th. Uh, for the U.S.-Jamaica game where all our chapter bars, I guess who participates? It's free beer. Every, every chapter Boom. should. It's the best thing you can think of. Yeah,
1: so if you're in a chapter, have your bar
3: email us, right? Is that how we're doing that? Yeah, we're working on the details, but uh, at the moment, yeah, you can email Dan Weirzema, who's the man behind Free Beer Movement, and now working and helping with uh, AO. And uh, his email is dan at com.
1: Okay, and then uh, what else we got? A lot of games coming up. We got uh, four games at the end of May, early June, and then the Gold Cup in late June, July. Am I right? And then... Events yeah, all no, July. No small uh no small feet coming up, but no small potatoes. <laughs> Absolutely not. Thanks for uh being on, Christopher. Check the website. Thanks, Chris.
0: Chris, yeah, it's great to Jeff. see you, buddy. Hey, thank yeah, you. Always good to see you. How like, are things
3: down in Kansas City? You, you great. look good.
2: They're not bad. <laughs>
1: They're not bad. Why are you looking at the ceiling while <laughs> you're just reminiscing about Kansas City? Beautiful there. I just
2: I just can't really miss, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't miss. Just batting a thousand. He doesn't miss. <laughs> Why do I even throw the ball up if I can't miss?
1: <laughs> All right, thanks for listening, guys. Check we the appreciate, the appreciate it. Age. Thanks,
0: Ben's page. Thanks, for the Jared from game. Best
1: Soccer Show. <laughs> appreciate it. Check his shit out. Subscribe to their podcast. It's it's the most. Uh, you know, it's it's like the one only U.S. centric soccer podcast that I know of so we gotta get out of here cheers Peace.
0: see you